Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard and the former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Guten Tag. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in. This is the 37th episode of Shell Cottage Radio in which we will discuss Chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the Polyjuice Potion. Today we have a lovely guest host who I got to meet on a collaborative discussion panel of the Rings of Power show on Watch Party and Fellowship of Fans. She was the best host and made everyone feel so comfortable and at the same time asked intriguing questions that I just had to invite this glowing personality to the cottage, especially after she mentioned that she's a huge Potterhead and would love to talk Potter with us on the show. Here is super host Jen from Watch Party, Lord of the Rings. Jen, it is an honor. I am so happy that you're here with us today and that you could squeeze it into your schedule um, as a mom <laughs> and as a very busy person in general, because uh, I got to know you through the podcast Watch Party, Lord of the Rings, and that was a collaboration with, with Fellowship of the Fans, Fellowship right? of Fans, yeah. Fellowship of Fans, which right. was amazing. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> yeah, welcome welcome to the cottage. <laughs> thank you. I'm so pleased to be here. I was, um, before we started recording, I was just saying what a huge Harry Potter fan I am and have been for since my tween years. So I'm thrilled oh. to be here. Love your show. So oh. thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's so awesome because we love Harry Potter as well. And that's why we're here and that's what we want to talk about. But before we jump right into the chapter, we want to ask you a couple of questions. Just introduce yourself to our listeners real quick. Who are you? What are your callings in life? And how did you get into podcasting? 
Okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to start with my house because I feel like that's really important. Uh, uh-huh. I am a proud Hufflepuff. Um, Let people go. Let's go. I love that. Good. Because people, <laughs> I think people love to hate on Hufflepuff. And it blows my mind because we are so, we, we have a lot of good qualities. You know, we, yes, we're overshadowed by Gryffindor often, but we are loyal. We are fun loving. Yes. We're like everybody's favorite furry friend over here. Mm. Um, uh-huh. Yes. And, you know, we were right there present and accounted for in the battle for Hogwarts. And I like to bring that up a lot when people say Hufflepuff is the worst house. Um, and there are podcasters out there who have said this. Um, my favorite podcast, Armchair Expert, um, the co-host hated on Hufflepuffs. Um, what? And we fired back with with a vengeance. <laughs> so, you know, we're not all fun and fluffy. If you mess with us, we're we're oh, going to no. we're going we're gonna to poke back a little bit. But anyway. So that's me. I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, I am a podcaster. I have a podcast with um, my uh, co-host, Michael Rowland. It's called Watch Party, Lord of the Rings. And we have been going for a couple years now. It's all reviewing the um, the new uh, Lord of the Rings series from Amazon Prime, Rings of Power. Um, I'm also a mom. I also have a theater company called Berkeley Shakespeare Company in Berkeley, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what keeps me busy. But uh, I, I'm just so excited to to talk about Harry Potter because really this book, this series raised me. And I, I that's not an exaggeration. Um, I, I grew up, you know, the generation waiting and waiting for the next book to come out and staying up all night in line till it dropped and getting the book and reading it ferociously throughout the night um this was how i spent my my youth and so you know these these books are near and dear to my heart um especially especially this one number two and i have my 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 original copy right here that i got when i was in when i was very young um and so it was so fun to crack it open again and brush up because it has been many years since I've read this series. So this was a wonderful excuse to crack open the book and be instantly transported to my uh, angsty little tween years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so awesome. Everything yeah. you just said is so wonderful and just, you know, fits our fits our vibes, fits our love for the series. And especially like you're a Hufflepuff and you're proud to be a Hufflepuff. And I'm, I love that because Huff, I think Hufflepuffs are the best. I'm myself, oh. not a Hufflepuff, not quite. You're like 49%. I'm a Ravenclaw, but I love Hufflepuffs. I think it's the best house. And um, have you seen Puffs, the play? No, I haven't. And I need to. I mean, that's, oh, I mean. my. You're going to lose your mind. Yeah. You will okay. say, thank you for the reminder. You will be like, wow, that just made my whatever. I mean, like, it's it's so I put it off for years and our friends at Swish and Flick had like, they went, they actually saw it. And they're like, as you love this house so much, you're a Hufflepuff. You've got to go see it. And I put it off. And then finally I watched it with Lottie and it changed my life. It's I so quote funny. it. It's on the major right fans. Yeah. Okay. Like hardcore fans. Cause yeah, they hardcore. have all the little things that they can pull out of the books about Hufflepuffs. They put in there and you know, you, you basically see the story from their perspective. And what they're oh, doing while my Harry is doing his thing. And think about so Chamber, cool. right? You think about Chamber when all this stuff's going yeah. down with the Hufflepuffs. It's when they get to year two of that play, it's just you're rolling. You are literally dying. You're like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, so. I feel like I have to see this live. It's got to be live. Oh, like, yeah, that would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I don't oh, I don't know if they, they still play They it. don't do it anymore. Oh they God. have it on Amazon. They haven't okay. recorded it. Are you so sure you can watch don't? it on Amazon, I'm pretty sure. That's a bummer. Um, but I don't think they still do live performances of that. I hope if they don't that they come back. Well, well I will to, start maybe, the campaign to like bring right. it back. Maybe Berkeley Shakes will have to bring it back. Maybe I'll <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god. We will personally fly Whoa. over and watch it. Where yes. Anyway. <laughs> So Ezra, you're a Hufflepuff. This is so yeah. good to know. And you are a Ravenclaw. Also mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. No yep. Slytherins in this group. So we yeah. can just like sit back <clears throat> and relax. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we can chill. I mean, yep. it's crazy. Even though so Gryffindor, I mean, like the Gryffindors come in, God love them. And they're all, but they just sort of, I don't know. Their heads are this big. They can barely yeah. get through the door. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. Sorry. It's the truth. It's just we the truth. We're true. humble, humble Hufflepuffs here. We yeah. are. Try to be. Uh, well, I'm in good company. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think you have a second house? Um, when I did the test, I was Gryffindor was my second house. Okay. There you go. Um, so yeah, that's I'm a secondary Gryffindor, but you got you have a good energy, yes. you know what I mean? So I feel like that yeah. <laughs> that's cool. They just hate Gryffindors and now he's like, You have a good energy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta okay. give him some, some credit, you know. I mean listen, my husband's a, a Gryffindor. Definitely. I think he's yeah. a Griffin, Griffin Slith. Like he's got a Ooh. little oh. touch of Slytherin, just like ambitious and yeah. very yeah. driven and wants to be the best. But right. all the rest is Gryffindor. That's nice. awesome. Nice. Love it. <laughs> like I love how how Potterheads really every person, every new person you meet, you would just instantly ask them, you know, what house they're in. But, you know, you can't because you don't know if they actually know anything about Harry Potter. But <laughs> yeah. I just assume the type of people I roll with know something, a little something about yeah. Harry Potter. They're the yeah. best people. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so you already answered a couple of questions, which is great. Um, do you have a... So you said you really like Chamber, but is that your favorite book? Or do you have a different book that you would call your favorite? Um, I'm going to say it's probably a tie between Chamber and book four. Uh, and man, it's so hard to pick, but I feel like the Triwizard Tournament was just such a compelling narrative arc for me. Yeah. And it was so, so dark and so gritty in a way that's and so adult in the way that some of yeah. the others weren't in, in terms of, you know, Cedric Diggory dies. Yeah. And there's all this. Um, it's sort of a turning point in the series book four. Um, and so I think that one's my favorite. But um this one's a close second for me that's nice. cool because yeah. not a lot of people <clears throat> when you ask them about their favorite book not a lot of people say it's chamber of secrets which is it's a little yeah. underrated right it's a little underrated i, I feel like. i love chamber for d different reasons which i've been joking about as we go through this i mean go to <laughs> lockhart number one oh uh, my gosh reason. iconic oh he's wild um <clears throat> but yeah a lot of people even when it comes to the movie and you do like a rewatch people are like ah come on i'm like I love it. I don't know what the deal. It's Polyjuice Potion. It's just, it's fun. Oh, it's so good. Mystery. And it's, it's really what I love about Chamber is that the themes are so strong in this book. The theme of fear, right? Like fear mm -hmm. of the other. The Dursleys are so afraid of Harry. And, oh, yeah. And, 
the the whole concept with the basilisk it's scary like there's real mm-hmm. fear True. in this story his friends and people he knows are being picked off one by one um and petrified right. it's it's a really fear is just so prevalent throughout this book and confronting that fear yeah. um which is what i love about it and it is um it is a lot more serious i think then the first book, you get much, much deeper into the themes that run all throughout the series. Um, Harry really wrestling with his identity uh, is, I think that emerges so strongly in this book, um, in Chamber of Secrets, uh, you know, confronting why can I speak parcel tongue? We're introduced mm-hmm. to parcel tongue for the first time um, and wrestling with, you know, was I supposed to be in Slytherin? All these concepts um, yeah. r- really are, are, um, prevalent throughout so yeah this book is this book is 10 out of 10 for me I love it so much yeah Great. yeah and I mean like you said they I try to read it sometimes with the eyes of someone who's never read it and you really don't know who it is I mean you can't really know right because it's it's a totally different person it's no one we have met so far at least not the same person <laughs> um so right. you kind of try to figure out, oh, could it be Malfoy? Could it be Harry himself? And he's just not really realizing that he's doing it. Is it or Gilderoy? Is it because Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers are kind of, you know, I don't know, like they tried <laughs> to kill us last book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, the mystery is so good and the twist is so good. He never, yeah. you know, yeah, you never see it coming. And so important, so many things that come up later in the series that we don't know yet that they're that important. Yeah, like there's little hidden hidden um, references that will happen later in the series or even in the book. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we could go forever on forever <laughs> talking just about how amazing the books are. Um, do you have a favorite character in the entire series? And then I'm going to ask a second question that's a little bit different. But first, your favorite character. Oh, favorite character. This is hard. I mean, I'm going to say Hermione Granger, which seems mm-hmm. like the cliche answer, but I just it's love hard. her so much. Yeah. Um, and I have to say Luna Lovegood is probably yes. a close second. I feel like yeah. I always identified with Luna Lovegood. Okay. She's a little bit out there, a little bit wacky and doesn't fit in. Um, she's like spiritual in this really interesting way. Um, and I just always thought she was such a genuine and endearing character and um yeah, a surprising character. And I love her portrayal in the movies, too. I think she was so well yeah. cast uh, in the movies. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but Hermione, I mean, she's just, she's so great. She's yeah. brilliant. And and she used to annoy me as when I was younger, uh-huh. just with, with a way that she was such a know-it-all. And then as I've as I grew a little bit older, I realized what a serious badass she was. <laughs> yeah. So smart, I mean- so capable. Yeah. They would have been screwed without her. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> they couldn't, yeah, right. they couldn't figure anything out. Yeah. Yeah. She um, carries them throughout, definitely. Yeah. And have you read uh, Luna's or Ivana Lynch's book by any chance? No, All I haven't. It's, yeah. it's really good, but also really dark, like discovers really dark um, topics. So, mm. you know if she suffered a certain disease and she talks about it and uh, for some people it might be triggering but it's super interesting to me 
how she experienced the whole like being casted and then being part of the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. So I, I never, I, I didn't even know she wrote a book. I'm, you guys are just mm-hmm. giving me so much, so much <laughs> awesome material to consume. Yeah, I feel like homework, you know, I'm sorry. Like, here you go. No, you know, it's like awesome. This right is now. the type I love. This is the homework <laughs> I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great pastimes. Yeah. Awesome. I'll check yeah, that out. Get a chance. Um, I know I, <laughs> you probably don't have a, you know, a whole lot of time, but <laughs> yeah, in your spare time while you're raising your children, just sort of, you know, listen, the books on the go. Reading, reading Harry Potter before bed, like I've been doing the past few nights, was like such a joy. Oh. So if I, you know, I'll replace it with watching this amazing play and also checking out her book. So yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. good. Sounds good. good. Uh, you almost said it, but my last question for our guest is always. You know, you just talked about your favorite character, but what character you identify most with? So would that be Luna for you? Um, it's Luna and definitely once again gonna be so cliche, Harry. Um oh. Harry, I mean, Harry, I think everybody identifies with Harry to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just so relatable. But I think the reason that I latched on to him when I was younger is that he comes from sort of a back a background of not being the most privileged, right? I mean, he's definitely, right. that's putting it mildly. Um, right. He comes from a rougher upbringing. He feels like a fish out of water much of the time. He's in this new world and you know, he, there's so much expectation around him and he's, he's expected to perform and be this thing that he's just not sure that he can be. Um, and that struggle, I think always resonated with me, um, in my youth. And in fact, has, has definitely resonated with me in adulthood as well. Um, struggling with identity, struggling to figure out your place in this world that feels Mm -hmm. unfamiliar. Um, I'm a person who's moved around a lot and started over a lot in different cities. And so feeling like a fish out of water is just something that I feel like I've dealt with a lot. Starting over in brand new social circles, not knowing anyone Mm -hmm. um, has been like a theme throughout my young adulthood life. So yeah, Harry Harry Potter, the man himself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome because not, I know that seems like, such a cliche but we haven't had anybody say that yet so that's actually it's cool i like it sometimes Um, i feel like people feel like they need to say something different than harry but i i i appreciate that you were brave enough to to say yeah harry is someone i totally typically that protagonist is somebody you want to be super relatable to on a lot of different levels and we we get our most most of the time with him we see what he goes through and so we connect him on different levels different chapters different things so yeah i mean i think that the brilliance of harry potter is that he is so very relatable everyone Mm -hmm. can find something that they like about him or that they resonate with about harry and he's he's just such a good character his goodness always strikes you like in this book for example the way that he treats dobby and the way that he treats those who are quote-unquote inferior always inspires like such love for this character yeah um and i feel like jk rowling really got it right with um writing this harry because you really root for him you know throughout the entire thing you you love to love him yes. um 
And at the other end of the spectrum, the villains in this book, you love to hate them, right? You love to hate Malfoy and the Malfoys are just so awful. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So she was, she was brilliant at that. Yeah. And like you said, he's so good, but at the same time, he has these relatable moments where, for example, Colin, Colin is, he's an innocent kid who just, you know, loves Harry, loves the idea of like following him and Harry's just like so annoyed and can't or or he has he shares his even though we don't read him from a perspective like you know we we don't have direct insight into his thoughts but often we he describe or his thoughts are kind of described mm-hmm. and feelings and that he struggles with certain emotions that he feels like oh he shouldn't have or you know just right. certain teenage emotions yeah, that you go through it's angst. normal this angst. Yes. that's a good yeah because he's like this kid's like in his face with the camera but also a sweet kid and you're trying to like yeah figure it all out and, and everything doesn't want that type of attention and then every time in this book it's hilarious again gilderoy <laughs> swoops in there harry come on <laughs> you know what do you get posing for pictures and you're like oh my god this actually the theme of this is like so you were talking about how serious it is and all the all the different the fear that's in it Look how many times Harry is in the wrong place at the wrong time or like oh. caught in the situation where you're yes. like, oh, my God, it's just bad timing all around. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, kind of funny. But then it also gets serious because they're like petrified. and like, oh, God. Yeah. Yes. But. Yes. And that's such a relatable sentiment, especially in adolescence. You always feel like you're at like doing something wrong or caught right handed or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. Do you have anything you wanted to ask Jen on the fly here? I'm going to, so at the end, well, I do want to ask Jen a couple more questions about, cause I am so interested. Like you have such an interesting background. You were mentioning how like you moved around a little bit and stuff. Cause you know, for me, I I'm a teacher. And so I'm always interested in the paths that people take. I'm a high school teacher. So I'm interested in the path they take out of high school, where you go, what, where's life take you. And it's always so interesting to me, the kids who stay nearby, don't move around, who go, into arts who go into different fields and i'm always kind of living through people too i'm sort of like what are you guys getting in what are all these different careers and fields that you're going into so i think it's fascinating and then to think about you know the relating that back to harry potter and how just how out of your comfort zone and how you grew up here but then you move here you enter this whole new world Mm -hmm. and i just think that's that's really neat so i i just find it i think you have a really interesting perspective coming you know, being Mm -hmm. having a background in theater and Mm -hmm. and all that i just think it's it's really cool so more questions at the end when we talk about your podcast again and i want to Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, That's so. good. Well, then we're going to throw out some other questions that are about Harry Potter. And I was going to say Is the this... Chamber of Secrets, but it's not just the sh- Chamber. Oh, it's... boy. Oh, I didn't brush up on the others. So... <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Then, I, I, th- this is what we go through. I go through this every week where the it's sort seat. of like, and people are kind of <laughs> like, yeah. Because I read the series for for years, loved it, grew up with it again. Was the you know the releases right at Barnes and Noble? Everyone's waiting outside to get yep, the book. Barnes and Noble, that was me. yeah, mm-hmm. wild, loved it. Dressed it was cool. up too. I was dressed up. Were you dressed oh, up? You were on another level. I took it on I another. To another I, yes, see, I was a couple years older, so I was trying to be a little bit My cool. Heart. You know, like okay, I'm just here for the book. All right, I'm not you know. <laughs> Although I'll Lottie send you guys a loved. picture. I'll send you a picture of me dressed up if you want. You can post oh, it in your. Please. Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. Holy right, yes. you got it. Man. Awesome, but yeah. So no wor- Like honestly, no worries. The first two questions are just kind of a warm up thing, and okay. then the third question, I'm interested if you guys know it because I don't know if I would have answered. I will not okay. know it, Jen. Just so you know, I've I've, no, I've no, like wait, 50, wait, 50 wait. on these. So. Okay, okay, okay. Number Bring one. 
Name the three tasks the champions have to face in the Triwizard Tournament in Goblet of Fire. Okay. 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 Goblet of Fire. This is my favorite book, so I better mm-hmm. deliver. Okay. So <laughs> they have to. This is when they're in the maze, right? Yeah, the, 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 oh, the three, okay. ta- like all three, three tasks, tasks oh. in total. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's the dragons. Mm-hmm. They have to defeat the dragon. They have to go get the egg from the mermaids. Right. Yep. They go down and they grab their peoples, right? Right. Their people. Rescue their yep. people. Thank you. Not yep. the egg. Yep. The egg is what told them they need what, to do that. That's yep. right. Exactly. Okay. And then, and then the third is to... Um, oh. Escape the maze. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, get yeah. out, right. get through the maze. Through and the maze and to the graveyard, and then no, defeat no, the. No, do- that, that was a part of the task, right? That was part no. of the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> Jamie, just find the porky. Just get to the porky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get to the porky. Okay, cool. That was nice. good. That Very was good. good. Awesome. All right. Second question: What is the name of the location Hermione chose for an initial meeting with students interested in a defense against the dark arts club in the order of the Phoenix? And bonus question: Which location did she specifically try to avoid? It was okay. It's in yeah. Hogsmeade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in Hogsmeade, um, and that's and she chooses the Shrieking Shack. No, she chooses. I don't know. You don't? I don't know. You don't remember? Okay, so she chooses get... a, hand, a, a place. Is it the same shag. as the movie? Yes. Okay, then it would be... What's his name's bar? What's his name? Aberforth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Nice. The. It's like... Hogshead. Hogwarts, Hogsmeade, the Hogshead. Yeah. Hogshead. Hogshead. When in yeah. doubt, Whoa. it's a hog. Right? I, she does this to me, Jen, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> sweating. Why? Is, <laughs> oh. All right. We're getting warm. We're getting warm. Okay. Okay. Uh, have you have you been to, um, Ooh. quick question, have you been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? In No, but my brother and his wife went there on their honeymoon. Oh. Which I thought was awesome. I would that totally go. Yeah, I'm gonna take my kiddos. That's the you goal. Should. Oh when my they're gosh. old enough, couple more years and we'll yes. go. Yeah, they can enjoy. I it. mean, we will too. Like our, you know, we don't have kids yet, but we will. If we have kids, we will take them there because we've been there this no last year. Last yeah, year. Lottie had never been, and so I'd have been one time before with some friends, and I was like, "Well, we got to go." Like we started a Harry Potter podcast. Like this, I mean, yeah, pure. I mean, if that is all I took, if I had to start a podcast to get. The permission, yeah. you know, to go down there, spend the money that we spent. My God, yeah, it, it was amazing. Insane, we got robes but... and everything. We went crazy. Oh, good yeah. for you! Did you have yeah. some 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 butter beer and all that? Good we stuff? did. Yes. We tried. I think three different forms. We had the ice cream, right? The frozen, oh frozen, and the regular butter Hot. beer. Just, yeah. No, so, color me yeah. jealous. And yeah. This is on my bucket list. Yeah. You would, yeah, you would, you'll lose it. You're, you'll love it. It's, yeah, uh, I think so because it really looks amazing. You can ride the Hogwarts Express yeah. and you can dine in the Hogshead and the Three Broomsticks. Le- Leaky Cauldron. So, Leaky Cauldron, yeah. right. So, my definitely. five year anniversary is coming up. So, Ooh. Aww. let's just yeah, get a little. Uh, tell me where I need to send the pressure and I'll, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's wonderful. Okay, the last question. Like I said, this is kind of a hard one, but if you you can um, give me your best. These guess. have already been hard. What do you, what do you got? 
What form does Arthur Weasley's corporeal Patronus take? Any guess? Good guesses. Uh, I just want to say, <laughs> I want to say a weasel. I don't even know. Like I'm guessing it would be because the Weasleys. Is that right? Indeed, a weasel. Is yeah. it really? Whoa, bravo! I don't. I was not. I was gonna say I didn't even have a guess. So bravo. I was thinking a dog. I was just thinking like a dog or something. Me too. Soon. When yeah. I looked it up, a, I, yeah, it is a weasel. Weasley. Because you don't sense. see their you don't see their patronuses very often. Like it's like no. you see mm-hmm. it and then you mention it and you're like, okay, store that nugget away. Yeah, that's cool though. A weasel. Love Arthur. I love yeah. Arthur and Molly. Just uh, they're amazing. And that's it. Oh, I love getting introduced <laughs> to them more deeply in this book. I mean, we meet, we see the burrow for the first time in this book, and oh that's goodness. what I love about Chamber too. Is we, it, she introduces all these like world building elements that we keep returning to, as you said before, Lottie. Um, and the burrow is one of those foundational places that you just love so much, and you can you can see it in your mind's eye so clearly when you're reading. Um, just such a warm, yeah. cozy family environment. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it's so lovely. Love the Burrow chapters in this book. Yeah, just a place you always want to go back to. We we <laughs> thought about ca- um, calling our podcast "Back to the Burrow." So oh, if yeah. there's someone still out there in need of a good podcast name, "Back to the Burrow" just is love still the idea, the thought of it. You know, home, something cozy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it just it's cool. Yeah, yeah, so. it's wonderful. You could do t-shirts. I like that. Oh, t-shirts with the image. Jen, hey, think about oh, okay. that <laughs> gift there. We're just gonna yeah. take that. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do I'll it. Do it. We should. And then know, that's you know, cool. I'll buy one. Buy idea. We should start from... hitting Jen up for ideas for right. like our. our <laughs> like, I do have a podcast program. network. In fact, we are the Watch Party Podcast Network. Oh, three. Uh, see, this and is what we, I wanted to ask yeah. you at the end of the show. I got more to ask you about that because I. Right, that's right, what I yes. I'm curious. I love. All right, then let's get to the summary real quick so we can ask Jen more questions. (laughs) Uh, Do you want me to read the summary? Yes. 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 Chapter 12, The Polyjuice Potion. Harry, who found nearly headless Nick and Justin Finch Fletchley, petrified in the corridor, is told to wait for Professor Dumbledore in the headmaster's office. Not sure what to do, Harry looks around the office and to his surprise he sees a sorting hat sitting on one of the shelves. He has been wondering lately why the hat almost put him in Slytherin and whether that meant Harry was indeed related to Salazar Slytherin. Harry can't resist and tries on the sorting hat once more. The hat confirms Harry would have done great in Slytherin House, not exactly what Harry was hoping to hear. Suddenly, he hears a gagging noise and spots Fox the Phoenix. Then, to Harry's horror, the very ill-looking bird bursts into flames. Right at that moment, Dumbledore walks in. He explains to Harry that this behavior is completely normal for a phoenix and he need not worry because Fox is born from the ashes again. Dumbledore also assures Harry that he believes he is innocent and did not attack any of the students. He insists, though, if there's anything Harry would like to tell him, now would be a good time. Harry's mind is racing. There are a couple of things he should probably share with the headmaster, but once again, he decides to keep quiet. By the time Christmas comes around, Hermione has finished brewing the Polyjuice potion, and after a marvelous Christmas dinner, the three are ready to set their plan in motion. 
Ron and Harry managed to retrieve hair from Malfoy's buddies, and disguised as Krabby and Goyle, they make their way down to the Slytherin common room. There, Draco casually mentions to them that he is not the heir of Slytherin, and that he doesn't know who is behind the attacks. At least he reveals to Ron and Harry that his family is hiding valuable dark artifacts in a secret chamber at Malfoy Manor. This information is extremely important to Ron's father. With this knowledge, Arthur can help turn Lucius Malfoy in and gain his reputation at the Ministry back. When Harry and Ron notice, however, that they are beginning to turn back into themselves, they sprint out of the Slytherin common room back upstairs to Myrtle's bathroom. They can't wait to share the new information with Hermione, but Hermione still doesn't want to talk to them. When she finally dares to show herself, Harry and Ron understand why she didn't want to come along. Hermione has picked up cat hair instead of Millicent Bolstrode's hair, and now her entire face is covered with black fur, her eyes glowing yellow. Harry and Ron take her to the hospital wing, hoping Madame Pomfrey is not going to ask too many questions. I mean, how could you how could you not ask questions of that sort of like I don't. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah. sort of wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we want to get um Jen's yes. perspective first. What do you think about this chapter? Oh man, I love this chapter. Um once again, like so many foundational things introduced. Um, like Christmas at Hogwarts, <laughs> such a big deal. We all fantasize about the experience yes. of Christmas at Hogwarts. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of amazing reveals in this chapter. Like for we've been suspecting up until now, this has got to be Malfoy. It's got to be Malfoy, mm-hmm. you know, the heir of Slytherin. It sounds like something he would say, something he'd be fascinated by. And the reveal is that he's not behind it. Um, and they only mm-hmm. discerned this information because they were in disguise as crabbing oil um brewing this polyjuice potion um so it's yeah. you know we get a lot of tasty reveals in this chapter but also you know it's 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 a great cliffhanger because we're like okay we've eliminated one suspect but where does that leave us like right back to square one exactly. it's all been building towards this them catching malfoy in the act but now we have nothing we don't have a clue mm-hmm. who the hell is behind this yeah um so Great and juicy chapter. It's I love when Ron, Harry, and Hermione get up to mischief, like the best mischief, oh, breaking yeah. the rules. <laughs> breaking the rules, but for just for a just cause is where yes. they shine. Yeah. Um, so that's that's right, you know, that's the forefront of this chapter. And it's just it's it's great. It's a great fun ride to be on. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to see like uh Hermione. Well, it's cra- so unfortunate because I wish I could have. I mean, it's crazy that this happens. It's funny, right? That she turns into a cat and it's whatever. But like, I don't know. Just imagining her actually getting to go through on this mission and being in the in, like in the common room. I'm sort of like, I, it's just so bizarre because she's a rule follower, right? And she mm-hmm. she's all about like not getting expelled and everything. And then she's literally putting them in this crazy position where they sneak out a, a super advanced potion. Uh-huh. By the way, that's another thing. She makes she she's looking right. at the potion and. Like, I'm pretty sure I follow the directions, etc. But she nails it. The potion is fine. It's just the hair, wrong hair that goes into it. So it's just so impressive. Like you said, when they get up to mischief and Hermione's in the mid the the, the the mix there, it just makes it so funny because you don't yeah. expect her to be and she's the most enthusiastic about this. They actually, yep. when this starts off, she's just like, let's go. And you're like, whoa, Hermione. Yeah. Where'd you come from? Right. It's awesome. But she has a reason too, because oh, yeah. you know, she could be one of the next 
um, oh, victims. Yeah. So, true. Uh, true. Definitely the motivation behind that. Um, right. Right. Yeah, I want to. I want to go back real quick to Dumbledore's office and to the. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com sorting had because we talked about how this whole book is about Harry having doubts and um you know he he slams when he hears the the hat telling him again he would have done well in Slytherin he slams mm. it back on the shelf like no <laughs> you're wrong mm-hmm. uh, what if he, what if the hat had told you you should have been in a different house would you believe you know what does the hat here stand for and what does Harry himself stand for when he says to the hat no because the hat is just reading your in most you know your inner mm-hmm. mind your thoughts so how would you how would you have rea- reacted if the hat had told you you should have been in a different house yeah i mean i love that i love that she's depicting this struggle with um you know facing your demons in a way and choice versus fate um are we destined for a certain fate or do we get to choose who we are how we behave what what our destiny is um and she's definitely playing with those themes with the sorting hat and so mm-hmm. i love the sorting hat as sort of this representation of uh free will versus versus right. destiny or fate um just such a yeah. smart device there and um harry continually struggling with that especially now now that he knows that he has a parcel tongue and can speak mm-hmm. to snakes and, and that that's unusual and unnatural for a Gryffindor to have that talent. Yeah. Um, him sort of wrestling with all of that is, is really, really powerful. And I think, you know, this is young adult fiction. Um, I think it's anybody fiction, but uh, so yeah. many young adults, I think really, really wrestle with, 
you know, those, those, um, those issues of identity and those issues of like, who am I in this world? Um, so it, yeah, I love, I love all of that. It's just so, it's so, so juicy and so powerful. Yeah, yeah. it's real. It feels like that. You're, you're exactly right. I see my uh, teenagers, high schoolers the whole time trying to figure out their way, who do they hang out with, which crowd, who are they going to be and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, he really does struggle with that. And then he's dealing with, you know, the idea, I think it's in this chapter again, where he thinks about Ron, he's hearing voices, he's, you know, mm-hmm. hearing the snake, right? But he, whatever. I mean, and he's like, I, he just feels so odd. He feels just like, doesn't really know really where he, he knows where he wants to be and where, he, where but then he heard that, that little bits lingering in his mind mm-hmm. about Slytherin and then he's hearing stuff and he seems to be kind of like, is, is he the heir? <laughs> I mean, like, uh-huh. that's the whole big discussion. So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a neat, that's a neat moment that he, he gets a chance to go back to the hat and and talk to it now if that hat would have told me that i wasn't in hufflepuff i i just i mean i mean I, we would just have to do a redo <laughs> until it said all right fine, fine, fine. this guy's persistent he's not gonna no he's he's loyal to his house so right. that's right I, damn straight i know Perfect. i know so you know like how did i have taken the test or what it was on it used to be on pottermore and then it was on some wizarding, wizarding world, and, world yeah, yeah. I, I never I've always gotten Hufflepuff every time I've taken it. No problem. But if that if I ever didn't, I already knew full well going into it that I was like, no. But, yeah. you know, it's tough. Jenna, when you, sorry to, to kind of no. switch gears here. When you take that test, I watched Lottie take her test in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, OK, we got to we got to settle this. You know, you're 49. You want to call yourself 49 percent Hufflepuff. Are you ready as she's answering the questions? I've said this before in this podcast. They literally the first question was like, do you like food? The second one, do you like food? <laughs> Third one, you like it was like all food. And I'm like, She's a Hufflepuff. I was like, they're gonna call it. It's gonna be a Hufflepuff, and you you can't count on that because whatever it was, I so thought you were answering honestly, and it went Ravenclaw, and I was like, oh my god. So the thing, the test is pretty. It's powerful. Fun. It's got it yeah. There's yeah. Something it's powerful it. and it's dead accurate. I mean, I yeah. think it's more effective than some of the personality tests out there. Per, right. you know, oh, frankly. absolutely. Yeah. Like so, workplaces like should be utilizing th- this. I was yes, gonna say, can we, can we make that a new thing? I mean, we would have, you know, we would have a better understanding of the workplace if we understood which house or we should. If I were the boss, <laughs> totally. like, yeah, we're getting divided into houses. I want to know who I'm dealing with here, and I, I would know that better through which Hogwarts <laughs> house you're in. So, and who yeah. will play well with who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. We yeah, should true. be collaborating. Yeah. Right. Oh my right. goodness. Yeah. You All the name of productivity. Master. And do that when hiring new teachers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but okay. back to the book. Yeah, I love yeah. also the birth, the death, and rebirth of the phoenix. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, yes. and yep. this was the first time I was introduced to the phoenix as this mythical creature. I mean, yeah. through yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Right. True. True. And. and- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, his his initial thought is this bird looks ill. The worst thing that could happen right now is just it dies right here, and I'm the only one in the room. And literally, he bursts into flames. I thought that was kind of hilarious it, in a bad way for Harry, but it was right. just great. Yeah, for a well, moment, you're sort of like, this guy can't get a break. And then thankfully, Dumbledore, and Dumbledore's so chill about it. Yeah. That's why we love him, right? He's just like, you know, you caught him on a bad day, right? It's a burning yeah. day. So he's, he'll be back. He's fine. <laughs> But, but yeah, that this exchange between Harry and Dumbledore, I mean, every exchange between Harry and Dumbledore is pure gold in my mind, because that yeah. relationship is at the crux of this series. Yeah. But that moment when they're in the office and Dumbledore comes in and he he says in so many words, he doesn't say this verbatim, but he says, I believe you. 
I don't yeah. think you did it. I believe you. It's such a powerful moment because yes. Harry's always feeling cornered. He's always mm -hmm. feeling like there's all these elements working against him. And there yep. are. There are throughout the whole series. But this one adult, this one you know person, authority figure saying, I believe you. That's all that matters. You know, and it's right. a yeah. game changer for Harry. Right. Um, and, and so I just love that because we know because we've read the series, we know there's so much, so much that's implicated in this moment. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's not just anyone. Like you said, it's the headmaster. And last year they already kind of built a little relationship and he knows he can trust him. And then um, Dumbledore knows that something is bothering Harry but again he gives him the choice to tell him even though he doesn't he doesn't like make him blurt it out or anything he I, I was wondering though when I listened to the chapter the second time if he in that moment because Harry's going through all the things that are going on in his mind mm -hmm. if Dumbledore right now in that moment is reading his mind you know because we know Dumbledore has the ability doesn't he and I, so, I was wondering. I always think he I just kind of think Dumbledore just knows all. I'm always sort of like, I don't know how he does it or what the deal is, but he yeah. does for some reason know everything. He is really into it. He can definitely tell Harry's holding something back. Mm -hmm. And he's sort of like, yeah, what is this thing? And the door is open. The door is open to right. say something about it. And then he he doesn't. He's growing. Right. And so as the series grows, he's more likely to share more with Dumbledore. He's still struggling. As Jen, we were talking about, like moving into this new the wizarding world and you're like oh ron just told me this is a big no-no and he doesn't really understand as a kid like my, my yeah. best mate just told me don't be sharing that with anybody so then he's dealing he's wrestling with that and then mm -hmm. you know dumbledore's trying to open the door for him but he's just like like you said he is all these moments are peak because you get to this like he he's come, you're, you're in the headmaster's office this is the wizard of wizards and and he's there also with the chosen one you know they get you know i mean it's, it's the boy who lived yeah. so two of these guys are sitting down and it's just it's always it feels really epic i can't explain but not in like a not like a whole lot was shared you just feel like um you always want more i always want more yeah. of their yeah. of their their dialogue and, and their conversation and there's just enough to be like okay that's good now and we'll get a little more later and so on yeah so yes great Yes. Oh, good. it's so it's so good. Um, and as you what back to your question, Lottie, I mm -hmm. feel like it's not within Dumbledore's character to read someone's mind unless it's mm -hmm. absolutely necessary. Like that's more of a snapey trait Ooh, to just read yeah. someone's yeah. mind. Um, so I, but I feel like he is, as you said, Ezra, a highly intuitive and perceptive right. uh, wizard, and so. It just but just giving that space for Harry to, you know, unload or or mm -hmm. chat or talk. Um, that's also just so, so wonderful because teenage Harry just needs that so badly, even though right. he doesn't do it. He's given the space and the opportunity yeah. um, to do it. And so, you know, it's it's sort of emerging that Dumbledore is his parent figure, his father figure, like the the paternal figure that he's missed his whole yeah. life. Um, Dumbledore is just now in this chapter, I think, emerging merging as that um a little bit True. more playing yeah. that, playing that part for him yeah and uh, you mentioned so, so this throughout the series there's a lot of things dumbledore could do right and even think uh, mcgonagall at one point talks about like some of the dark art stuff and he's mm -hmm. or maybe that was even the first but he just chooses not to be that type of wizard he yeah. could do all those things he could go crazy he is so powerful but it's the choice as we've been talking about mm -hmm. to just be who he is and yeah. so that, even after yeah. some life experience that 
we don't know if we're going to learn everything, you know, that happened in the Fantastic yeah. Beasts series. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't know if it's ever going to come to an end, um, right. the movies. But I love the mystery that still, after the series has ended, still surrounds Dumbledore with that mm-hmm. last, last conversation. You know, all the conversations now are leading up to that last final conversation with Harry that is so, so amazing. And everybody mm. quotes it all the time. Um, and he's, yeah, he's just definitely someone who almost like, you know, when he, when he comes in, every, you feel safe, you can't help yourself, but you feel safe. Just like when Aslan, when right. Gandalf, when all these people show up who have that presence that give right. you a peace of mind, the safety, and you, you know, they're, you know, like Hermione, they're badass, but they're on a good type of badass <laughs> like they want they fight evil yeah so right. that's the kind yes. you like yes <laughs> yes it's like power but contained power there's a self yes. there's a wisdom um and a restraint yes. that comes with the you know the wisdom of experience um yeah you're exactly right and a safety um that's at the core of dumbledore and why he's just so beloved and iconic um yeah yeah. So I just, if this is okay, I would like to throw a curveball in the conversation because we've been hitting some serious, you know, like this is, uh, there's, is, I, I actually love, like, Jen is super into Harry Potter. I can tell like, she, like, <laughs> knows that she's, like, bound to, like, to explore, you know, explore the themes. So things that little hidden gems in this, we were listening, and I, I was just listening on the way back from work, and I totally forgot. This is just to change it up a little bit, a little mm-hmm. more humorous. As they go into the Slytherin, is it okay to bring this up right now? Absolutely. Okay. Do it. Because I, I just want to see if Jen remembers. I'm sure she does. They're going to find, you know, they've taken the Polyjuice potion and they're, and they're going downstairs. Um, they're going down to the dungeon to try to find the the room, the 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 common room, Slytherin right. common room. Mm-hmm. And they see this Ravenclaw student walking up, right? Oh, like yes, walking yes. past and unnamed. Not you know, like hey, I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. Not a what, well, what were you doing coming down to the you know you're the, what are you doing down here? And then they keep walking by, and lo and behold, Percy shows up. And so Percy, you're like, I what is her name again? Uh, Penelope. Penelope Clearwater. Clearwater. So those two Ravenclaw. are dating, and she just leave right. So they've been like courting. I was laughing out loud. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second, hold on, hold on, because I, I I kept saying a lot. I was like, wait. Play that. Pl- wait, play this back. Are you saying that they just literally walked in on some snogging? I mean, that had to have been snogging. They had to have been. <laughs> oh yeah, there. of course. Right. Yes. I, I such a good catch. That. Yes, it's such so a good catch. And like all these, all these wonderful teen themes in here, like secret romance. You know. Yeah, like and like they stayed. They're staying over Christmas, you know, because the teachers need my moral support. Yeah. Percy, they right. don't need you are there because she is there. It is just so it's like you don't need to say it, but like as you get older and you read it, I don't know. Like I I just thinking about doing a read through again. I'm like, uh whoa. Well, yeah. I'm trying to I get never all the caught little... that. It just clicked just now. Never yeah, caught it. And it's like they were and he comes out of a side room and everything, and like yeah. Harry and Ron. I mean, no no one puts it together. And you're not even really meant to. It just it can happen Later like you, that. Yes. Yeah. Over it's, to, it's it's this series is meant for a reread. You you're meant to go back and absolutely discover all the little details because yeah. that's the theme for, for Percy. That's the theme throughout this book for him that he you know, we 
he writes to this girl and then he keeps an eye out for Jenny. But I read um, earlier on a forum. Well, because Jenny knew about Penelope and she kind of had him, you know, hey, hey, if you if you step out of line, if you don't do what I'm saying, uh, I'm going to tell everyone that you have a girlfriend and right. definitely yeah. don't and want Fred and George to know. Right. Mm-hmm. And the twins would just they're, yeah. they're already teasing him like crazy if <laughs> yeah. they found out about this. It's just like. And so to see them sneaking down there, like near the Slytherin, com- it's just wild. Not near either one of their common rooms, right? So you're nowhere near Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. And I just thought, this is genius. And it just yeah. made me laugh because, I don't know, I'm a high school teacher again. And, you know, I don't even want to go there. My gosh, we had a little, <laughs> these lock, we had to remove lockers because we had something called Locker Island where kids were just, you know, <laughs> couldn't. Couldn't, couldn't get a queer, you know, clear sight on them. And I'm like, they're in oh there. Oh. Keep oh some distance, Lord. people. So Crazy. Much, so much like testosterone and hormones yeah. flying yeah. around. Like, oh. God bless you high school teachers. I yeah. don't know how you do oh, it. It is wild every day. It's True. wild. But it just, it really made me laugh because I was thinking like, oh my God, they're, uh, this is, you don't need to say a word, but as you read it and you get older, you're like, that's exactly what's going down. You yeah. know, it's oh, exactly yeah. who that this was. This is like 100%. peak high school behavior. Right. And, like, the yeah. lengths that they're going to hide it is just so funny right. as if it would right. matter that much like to an adult if you're like oh yeah right. you're yeah. dating but like for high schoolers there's like oh my gosh all these repercussions we can't yeah. <laughs> our, our secret man yeah right yeah so funny and Good they're, catch. They're, they're both prefects right aren't they both i'm uh, not sure if she is but probably be. yeah i mean i think she is but yeah i mean again they got their privileges so they got the prefects you yeah. know wherever they're allowed to go in and out. Right. So, geez, these two are something <laughs> else. But yeah, or- anyway, uh, and our listeners around. know, like, as is kind of rowdy, and I, I caught that and was like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but anyways, sorry. This chapter's right. got it all. It's got it all. Well, and this is why I like this book so much, because you have everything from all those, those like, you know, dealing with fear, dealing with, like, this this growing Very fear. Serious um serious stuff, yeah. Yeah, serious stuff, right? And then you have the comedy with Gilderoy. You've got this little stuff. <laughs> yeah. It just... I don't know. To me, it's just it's got everything. And I think it's I think it's great. Really, I think it does so much for the series. Sorry, we're back to talking about the book in terms of the whole series. But like you have the first one, which is a great setup. And then this book just once you start this one, it is just jet fuel into the rest because you can die. A series can sometimes die in that sequel. And this did not. It like took off. It elevated the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Off to the races after this one. Yeah. 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 There's one little thing that I caught and I don't think I've ever thought about this before um, because I saw the first movie before I read all the books. So my mm. imagination was already kind of spoiled. Um, I never caught that. I don't think they have the house emblems on their robes because a couple of t- like in the book. It's just a movieism that we, you know, it's kind of sad to me when I realize that because huh. they don't know she's a Slytherin, uh, she's a Ravenclaw when she, you know, they don't see that she That's just true. has she robes. Identifies herself. When as... Crabby and Goyle, um, I was wondering why do they oh. only steal their shoes and not their Slytherin robes, you know? She's got larger robes. She said, oh, I just went to the laundry and got larger robes, not Slytherin robes, but just larger robes because they are both bigger than you yeah and yeah. that was like oh i guess they don't have like house i don't know robes. i've never really paid much yeah in the book maybe i'll tell you right now i am super is- glad that they changed that for the movie and that we got you know because that is the coolest yeah. thing that they have house colors 
Yes. So. And we w- it would get so confusing if they were all uniform. It makes right. sense in the book that they wouldn't because that could be even more divisive, you know, but mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. so glad for the movie. We have that kind of visual cue. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the Hufflepuffs are, you know, uh, old Justin's over there and yeah. he's you know, just you can understand where the alliances are and everything. It's yeah, it's a good way to do it. And merchandise wise. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. Great call. Because sucker dust in and we love our robes. So. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yes. I love my but. scarf. I have I have a scarf. I have a hat. So mm. nice. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Awesome. So one thing I definitely wouldn't want to miss from the movies. I just, yeah. It's always whenever I read the books. Sorry, but I, I imagine them having, you know, oh, yeah. House yeah, yeah, on there. The regalia. Chest. Yeah. The movies are great. I mean, I love the movies for what they are. Um, mm-hmm. People have their complaints, obviously, right. but I enjoy them. I usually watch, um, you know, the last few every year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. So they're down in the dungeon yeah so they're in common room um malfoy luckily found them and then i don't i can't remember we don't have to discuss this now like why did malfoy stay at home for the holidays why would his parents not want him was that on purpose did lucius tell him you well it could have been because all the raids that were going on that's what i was gonna say their dungeon got raided um and so Um, He's sort of in the back and forth with the ministry. That was what I thought. He probably wanted to keep him far away from it um, and keep him, yeah, keep him away from being associated with any of that. Right. Because kids say stuff like, listen to what he just said in front of Crab and Goyle. Like, okay, you don't need him, you know, messing something up or saying something or being braggadocious and thinking, because it seems like they've enabled him a little bit to feel like he can say whatever he wants, whether it's ministry or not. And then you sort of get in the real world and it's sort of like, oh, hey, don't, don't say anything. Yeah. Actually, these are I, I know I pretend like I have all this power and I, the ministry can't touch me and I can. But they can. So yeah. Yeah. you exactly. wouldn't want him there kind of spoiling that. So mm-hmm. and then it blew my mind again, something you only catch on a reread when Malfoy reveals to them. Um, I'm going to quote this here. Luckily, we've got our own secret chamber under the drawing room floor. And that's why they kept later in Deathly Hallows all the prisoners. Oh, yeah. Like Dobby, Grip, Hook, Ollivander, Luna, Ron and Harry. That must be that secret It's their chamber. own secret chamber, you know? Or they I have, mean, mo- I mean, more than one. But I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I always think it's neat when you set up little nuggets like that, like things that you are, you plant those seeds and whether they all grow or not, like it's something the author can use later on. I just think it's clever and really, really kind of yeah. cool to have those there so oh yeah Yeah. absolutely um they are just like such perfect villains that whole family because we all know Mm -hmm. the entitled kid who's the rich kid whose daddy bought everybody on the team a new broom you know we know that kid and we all hate that kid Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and he says some awful things Malfoy. oh he's so racist right yeah Yeah, that's the thing we get introduced to mudbloods the term mudblood like we don't know what that is until this book and then you know we it's like the racism of the of the wizarding world like so insidious and so terrible to hate someone based on what you know something they have no control over yeah. yeah. And I think when they're going into, because we had to back up in the chapter and I had to listen again to, they're going in and I think they have a password, right? 
is it pure blood? Pure blood. Yeah. Yes. They're going like on the wall, and I'm like, wait a second, wait, I, you know, because this is kind of cool seeing how they enter the. I'm like, who determined? Yeah. The password. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like Snape in charge of that, Ooh, or because Snape was a half blood. Well, I'm thinking maybe even some of the prefects or somebody like might have been able to to yeah, determine yeah. that because it probably changes because they they didn't know it's like what what is it again and then he uh, he asked I like the they, idea that the prefects have something mm, to do with yeah, it I would yeah because it, it just makes sense that I don't think a teacher would you know that mm. just wouldn't be the no. but anyway yeah that was like their password and it just reinforces that whole idea that we're learning about blood bloods and pure bloods and the whole thing and it's just like super crazy and I'm sure it's not every Slytherin that we only get say. this right this small little because there are people who are in Slytherin they're like hey that ain't our people, all right? Yeah. They're you know, and I, I like right. that they are in general. I mean, this is a kid's story, and so you had to have the house yeah. that's kind of mean, and right. you know, they're kind of <laughs> that they're the they're the team we're gonna fight against. So, but yeah. yeah, crazy though. I can't wait to explore all the common rooms in Hogwarts Legacy, but the game that's gonna come out. Oh in yeah, a little bit. Ooh, yeah, yeah. The visuals are gonna be so awesome. Yeah. It looks stunning. So yeah. can't wait to explore that. Anyway. Um, any any other like takeaways from this chapter? Otherwise, we're gonna keep it a little shorter this time, uh, which is fine because yeah, you can always send us an owl. And if you have any oh, additional yeah. thoughts on this chapter, please let us know and we will talk about them next episode. Yeah, yeah. Cause for me, like in general, the whole the like Jen has mentioned a lot of this. It's just like the the serious tone, the, the more serious tones, and then mixed in with some comedy, which I'm loving. Yeah. The conversation with Dumbledore is epic. And I just keep thinking like poor Harry is just in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. all the time. Yeah. The Hufflepuffs are suspecting him. I mean, these ghosts are getting a ghost gets petrified in the last chapter. Right. You know, like, what the heck? I mean, this yeah. is just it's on another level. And so yeah, it just it just continues. There's such a good rising action or this good mm -hmm. build. And then you're like, all right, we got it. Like Jim was saying, we're going to figure it all out. Yeah. Nothing. And we're back to square one. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. So it's just, it's good. It's got a really good energy to it. And, and Christmas. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> can't right. be Christmas. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. It's an, it's an excellent, um, ha like I think we're basically, it's a partway chapter, a little less, um, than partway or no, a little more than partway through um, the book. So I think uh, for where it's at in the book, it's perfectly situated to keep that yeah. momentum going, keep the mystery alive. Um, and, you know, now I'm going to finish just reading this book because I read this far. So I mean, I, oh. I'm going to just do another reread <laughs> through because I'm almost I'm almost That's done. So awful. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a page turner for sure. So thank you guys for like giving me a reason to crack it back open. It was yeah. so, so fun. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Like I cannot tell you how happy I am that you decided to come to our podcast and just <laughs> me be, too, Jen. be a guest. And you're just a such a joyful spirit. And I just, you know, it's so so much fun talking to you. And I wish we had like another three hours to talk about Harry Potter. And um, yeah, yeah, you well, raising, yeah. <laughs> I tell I tell you what, like at, at some point, no pressure. Six months, a year from now, whenever, whenever you see puffs, you like let us know, and we will oh do. It's gonna a, be like. Know, Six hours chat. from now. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I just, I just love that you're a puff and you're gonna get to go watch puffs, and I just think it's, it's mind blowing. It's awesome. I'm yeah. so excited, you guys. Like, I'm yeah. like thinking in my mind, like, what glass of wine am I gonna have? Oh, when I, I was gonna say, oh, you, <laughs> yes, yes, you got, got to. I got can't to. wait. Like, probably and, tonight. So get, I'm gonna chat you instantly. Okay. 
good. Please. Uh, Jen, I also want to mention too. So like I said this before we started recording, I wanted our listeners to kind of know. So when Lottie was on your podcast, it mm-hmm. was um, it was so it was so cool to hear you on there moderating that panel. If anyone has seen Rings, Rings of Power and you you want to check this out, they've got the lore discussion. You guys had like a newbie panel where you mm-hmm. broke down a lot of the Second Age Lord of the Rings stuff, and it was really cool. I actually have been here in the future. I'm going to go listen to the lore panel so I can kind of like hear how you know what what was all kind of going on. But I just thought it was so cool. I was always sitting over here on the side and I was just sort of listening to you. Uh, moderate that and so I feel like I've talked to you but I hadn't so it was just like really cool to have you on here and you just uh, have such a and good I, spirit so. thank you guys and likewise I, I love your podcast I love that you're a husband and wife duo podcast mm-hmm. like you just have wonderful chemistry you, you're naturals and I'm you know I'm oh. going to recommend this to everybody I know uh, so I'm happy to blast this out on my socials and keep doing what you're doing because it's just so fun to like go relive um, and re-experience these books and movies with you guys so just you yeah. know fantastic and uh yeah it's great oh, thank, thank you, you for having thank me you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll come back and anytime awesome that's awesome. good to hear yes we yeah. want you and back. we will put like links down to um your podcast and everything we'll throw all that all that down there because i think you know folks need to go uh, check that out wanted to ask you too you are so the thing that was interesting i i co-teach some english classes and we do shakespeare plays are we we like awesome. read, we read through some of them so which ones have you guys, just real quick before we let you go, yes. do you guys actually run through some of the, um, like which plays, I guess, do you perform or do you, is yes. it only Shakespeare or different stuff? Well, we only do Shakespeare for now. That may change in the future, but um, we are a fairly new company. So thus far, we've done Macbeth, Much Ado About Nothing, and Twelfth Night. And we are working on our 2023 season announcement, um, which is going to include some classics, some real crowd pleasers. I can't say. I can't. I can't tell you yet. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. (laughs) We haven't officially decided. We have um, a lot of pitches from different directors. We have a musical pitch for a musical adaptation of one of Shakespeare's very famous plays for Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, and so we are putting together a 2023 season. So stay tuned. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so much fun. It's a really enthusiastic um, group of people here in Berkeley, seasoned actors who decided to start a theater company and are really passionate about Shakespeare. So yeah. Um, wow. It's really cool. I looked it up. I went and looked up your site a little bit. And so, again, we'll leave links down there. I would love to come out at some point. And uh, I was going to say anytime you guys get comp tickets, any show you want. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you guys at again? Remind me. Yeah, Ohio. Yeah, you're in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. But we we are we are travelers. So Lottie being from I mean, I now Jen, I used to only just be you were talking you're telling your story about how you sort of um went out and have moved around and just, you know, right. I have always been in Ohio, central Ohio. And then I meet this young lady and I am (laughs) like, and my spirit was already like, we got to go somewhere. We got to get out of here. You know? And so it was, it was good match. And I have now been, I'm international. I am like all over the place. I am good at (laughs) flying places. I know how to book like cheap flights. I just feel (laughs) I don't know. It's so it's so cool. So if you get the chance and and you're you know, you get a you know the uh, yeah the chance to to travel, I always encourage people now just to like yeah. go go to another country, get out there with this absolutely big, beautiful country here too. And it's just like so we oh my definitely gosh. will come yes. out and try to get get to a play. That Please come. Awesome. I mean, come to California's. I mean, 
it, the winter is like beautiful here. So anytime yeah. you need an escape from that cold, oh. you just get on over here. It's, yeah. it's pretty lovely. <laughs> yeah. And I know we have a couple listeners in your area. So if yeah. you're in the area, go check that theater out. It's yeah. Berkeley, right? Berkeley. Berkeley Shakespeare Company. Yes, yes. ma'am. Please yeah. go there and uh, support Jen and her team because they're awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. Um, I've actually been to Ohio a couple times. My band that I toured with in my 20s performed there so um uh, jen who are you who are you jen? Oh, wow. but you know what midwesterners are the nicest people on the planet it's not a cliche it's the truth like it's the, it's, tr- it's the truth and i've met I, you know i've met y'all and i've met the southerners too and they're nice but they're more like nice nasty and you guys are just yeah. genuinely nice <laughs> we're genuinely not yeah i, I absolutely and most of us here there's a lot more uh, Hufflepuffs around here. People don't realize it, but I'm looking around. I'm seeing oh, I Hufflepuff- believe it completely. Oh, yeah, okay. There's... The Midwesterners are the Hufflepuffs of the world. Right. Right. Aww. I mean, also remember <laughs> too that Ohio is the heart. Right. It's the heart Aww. of the United States. All right. So there yeah. you go. Oh, that's but, I like yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're just patting ourselves <laughs> on the back over here. You know, no big deal. <laughs> Yeah, thanks again, Jen. Yeah, again, cool. it was such a delight. Is there anything else you want to plug? Any anyone, any family members you want to say hi to? <laughs> uh, hi, mom and dad. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, you know, I I'm I'm in awe of how many different podcasts you guys have. So oh. I'm like <laughs> wildly impressed too. that you that you do all of this and just congrats. And I, you know, I'm watching you. I'm watching. Um, and I'm excited to see, you know, what you do. Yeah. And I wish well, we're watching. Success. We're watching you too. And we, right. we, I love that. I love meeting other people who do content creation or at the theater thing. And I just, I kind of have that spirit. Lottie has this spirit and it's just, mm-hmm. it's fun to meet those people. And yeah. just to kind of, sometimes I have so much, you know, creative spirit, whatever you want to call it, that it's like, too many different projects. I had oh, to like, yeah. I had to trim them down and say, these are the, these are the ones we're going to focus on here. I hear you, brother. Hear wow. You. It gets a little crazy. <laughs> so I hear but, you. Uh, yeah. Well, all the fun. best guys. And yeah. thanks again. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jen. To Appreciate you. you. I'll be in touch. Once I see okay. pups, I'll be in touch. Yes. Good. Sounds wonderful. And that was a lovely Jen Gallagher. Thank you so much. She is, uh, she's such a wonderful spirit. I know. It was, good... We had such a blast. Thank you, Jen, again for coming yeah. to our show. We got good. This is definitely not the last time. Good energy, <laughs> good vibes, and yeah, she's wonderful. Hoping to fly out to uh, see a play sometime. That'd be awesome. That so yeah, Honestly. you guys get a chance. We'll put links down in the description uh, for all of her mm-hmm. stuff, so be sure to check that out. But friends, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope that you will join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bubbling, bends, and baboons. Baboons. Positive Potter people like Jen, by the way. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review and follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You'll find all the links down below. Thank you so much. To all our current patrons, patrons, I learned. We appreciate you to the moon and back. Also, we still have our giveaway going on. So if you want to win Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, the illustrated version, leave us a review on Apple. And once we have the first 50 reviews, we will draw maybe your name. So make sure you leave us one. We appreciate all your support. 
Next time, we will talk about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 13, The Very Secret Diary. Make sure to tune back in next time. And until then, have a great rest of your week. Again, thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.